Okay, so we're back. So you were talking about the uh, MLB allegations and stuff, or, or talking about the MLB. I guess I'm very confused on what is happening in the MLB with the All-Star game being switched from Georgia. Well, you know, it's a little bit complicated. It's a voting law that the Georgia Supreme Court ruled on, really. It went through went through all the uh, checks and balances that you wrote through, and a state made a decision on voting laws. Well, Major League Baseball didn't like it because the Obama administration, or the Obama, the Biden administration didn't like it. Um, basically, what it's saying is you cannot just vote anytime you want. You can't just vote late. You know, this isn't a permanent thing. COVID was COVID. Right. When we get back to normal, we vote on time because it's too chaotic and too much, too many problems can occur from it. And uh, they did. They passed a law that says you have to vote on time. You can't vote early, real early. You can't vote real late. But you can still vote early. You can vote early, but you can't just, not anyone can do it. Not anyone can do it. You got to be uh, some, a vet. You got to be somebody that's away. You got to have an excuse. You know, there's a reason we have election day. Right. We're supposed to vote on election day. Sometimes we have to ask why is why is our Democrats so eager to have that gone? Why do they want all the chaos? Why do they always want late voting? Why do they always want early voting? Now the late voting I don't understand. The early voting, I mean, I don't But that's what it comes down to. There was a law they didn't agree with and they got pressure from political outsiders including the Biden administration. That's and the they, and they did what Major League Baseball does. They got political, and they uh, they decided to take the All-Star game out of Georgia. The, the problem is with sports nowadays is it's all political. Well, they're punishing the people of Georgia. Well, yeah. But, but not just that, but it's not fair to the players, that especially right. for, like, you know, the Braves. Right. They're, they're going to, there's going to be uh, All-Star players from the Braves that were expecting, hey, we're going to play at our own home. In the All Star Game, if we make it, you know, if one of them makes it on the team, and then they take right. that away because of a, a loading, uh, you know, it. Nobody likes politics in sports. It's inevitable. It's going to be a part of it at some point. But we're getting to the point now where it's already there. Well, it's already there. There's always been some politics, well, but we're getting to the point now where major issues, these sports are taking up, as if they're social activists. They're becoming activist organizations. Instead of sticking to sports, you know, the people of Georgia are going to be punished. They're losing revenue. People are going to lose jobs. Those cities, Atlanta, they're going to lose so many jobs. Yeah. People had high hopes for that. It brings a lot of money into their city, into their state. Now they're being punished for that. The last election came down to Georgia, by the way. Joe Biden's uh, awfully brave. Well, it was a big part of it. He's awfully brave to be messing with Georgia because they will remember this. Yeah. And they've been humiliated. You know, not everybody in Georgia agreed with that law, but why should Major League Baseball punish them because of of a political law that, right. that the state or city council passed? Right. You know, it's a very strange thing. Um, I mean, let's not pretend like that these corporations don't pick sides. That that MLB is neutral. They're not. No. And we'll, we'll stick on we'll stick on Georgia. May I may have brought it up last podcast. I really don't remember. But what is the big thing going on now with the Trump in Georgia? Is it the trial maybe, or they're opening? They opened a case on him. I know they opened a case on him with the phone call and him trying to persuade. You know, getting votes in. I guess two questions on that. Do you think anything will come out of it? Like the uh, the one they had in. 
the uh, impeachment trial, or do you think this is an actual, like, oh, hey, Trump may be... Obviously not going to get in big trouble, but he's going to get tr- in trouble. What's the allegation? The alleg- I, I can't remember what it is, but it's... I remember, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't necessarily remember it being that big of a deal. What, was he trying to interfere? He was making phone calls? They He made a phone call to... Uh, to the Georgia legislator? Legislature? Is that what it was? Is it part of this law? We mean with part of his law. You talking about Georgia? I mean, was it part of this new voting law? No, no, no. This oh. is this is before. Oh, oh, you talking? This is once he lost. As soon as he oh, lost. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. That hour long. Because he couldn't believe he lost Georgia. He didn't. He didn't accept it. Yeah. He didn't believe it. Yeah. Um, it, I don't remember the details of it. His biggest problems in New York City, state of New York. They've been coming after him since he announced he was going to run five years ago, six years ago. So, and what were those over? Well, it's uh, all kinds of things. They're going after him for 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 fraud. Um, his taxes are the main thing. He wouldn't release his taxes. He's, he still hasn't, I don't think. Uh, well, he got forced to. The Supreme Court ruled he had to a portion of it. Uh, New York City believes he's been committing tax evasion for years, and uh, the state of New York has filed a, a suit against him. He's going to have to answer for that someday. And that's going to be the big thing. You know, they're, they're using the RICO statute, which has brought down many people, brought down a mob for years, you know, racketeering. Basically, that's what they're, they're using. They're going after him up for tax evasion. Same thing they did with Al Capone. I mean, it's serious stuff. Yeah. So that's where I think he's in big trouble. I'd have to go back and look at what happened in Georgia. I remember him doing that. Yeah. It was kind of nefarious. He lost, and he started making phone calls, saying if he could overturn it. He was trying to overturn an election. Yeah. But I don't think it ever got to the point where it was enough to, to prosecute somebody. I think it was just kind of a sour grapes phone call. What can you do, you know? Well, And then he was saying, like, I need these certain – he was getting the exact number right. of votes or yeah. whatever. I need these votes. Come up with them. Right. Right. <laughs> right. That's yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. So the first time that you were on the podcast, we talked – you talk, you brought up New York City and, and Trump and stuff. It's been – been a couple months since then do you ever think these those allegations in georgia i mean not in georgia in new york will ever come up on trump or do you think it's just going to be a it's there but it's never going to actually come out no i think it's going to come out because they're going to have a lawsuit you know they're suing donald trump right the city of new york and they've already they've already won a partial ruling uh to get his taxes revealed and it was just a snippet and it showed he paid no income taxes but that's that's here and there because most billionaires in the country, they pay taxes. A lot of them just don't pay income tax, blah, 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 blah. That's not what they're going for. What they're going for is where certain monies came from, where he has money in offshore accounts, why he didn't pay taxes on this, why he didn't pay taxes on that, uh, what he's revealed to the IRS, what he hasn't revealed, you know, hundreds of millions, maybe billions of dollars. That's what they're alleging. Tax evasion, evading the federal government and the IRS. If that's true, if they get him on RICO statutes, he's in big trouble. And jail at, time or oh, it could, could you know? I don't know. It, that's very complex. It could take years to litigate in court, years. And you know he's going to have the best attorneys in the world. Yeah. He can pay for them. So it could take a long time to really get down to it. And he's innocent until proven guilty, just like anyone else. But in a situation like that, your last hope is a pardon from a sitting president. I don't think that's going to happen if it happens while Joe's still in office. But this could take a long, long time. Yeah, I mean they've they basically have been coming after him, you know, since before his first election. So, last last podcast we were talking, you were bringing up the is it the Durham report? Durham report, yeah. I want to get into that because 
we didn't get to, we didn't get we we went around it because we right. weren't really talking about it. But I wanted to get into that, and this would probably be like the final subject or whatever. But it, it, I guess explain to the people and 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 me sometimes and a little bit of it uh, what it mainly is and how far back this goes to and what it's all about. Okay, the crux of the matter is when Attorney General Barr was still running the Justice Department. He wanted an investigation into the origins of a dossier that the CIA, or the Pentagon, I'm sorry, the Pentagon and the FBI, and the CIA to a certain extent, uh, had unveiled against Trump that led to his first impeachment and led to accusations of collusion with Russia, uh, all kinds of connections to the Ukrainians, he wanted an investigation into it. What, this is who? This William is Barr? The, William Barr, okay. d- d- initially. Right. No, him and his people. But he didn't want to do it himself because he didn't want to be seen as being impartial. So he appointed an independent counsel. And that was, I believe, Robert Durham. This guy? The, the, that he was, yeah. Okay. That was Barr. No, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him on many So he videos. asked for an investigation. Okay, Congress wasn't really doing much of an investigation into this. Right. He wanted to see, you know, where this dossier came from, that alleged collusion with the Russians. You know, where did this come from? Was it a political thing? You know, was it legal? You know, you're spying on an American citizen. That's what Donald Trump was. He spied on him. They spied on his people. Now, the FBI and the CIA, they have the right to do that if they believe there's something going on internationally, and you really are doing that. Yeah. The Durham report is supposed to get to the bottom of that, Okay. And apparently there's a lot of unflattering things about uh, the Obama administration when they were on the, in their last days, including Joe Biden. They knew that this was going on. They said they didn't know that there was surveillance on Trump and Trump people. You got I mean, this is, again, complex. If you go back, there's a lot of actors and characters in this, in this thing under Trump. A lot of them are sitting in prison right now because of this stuff, you know. And you'd have to go back to the very beginning. But basically what Barr was asking is, was this a legitimate investigation? Was it legal? Did we spy on Americans? Did we produce evidence that it wasn't there? Did we create a dossier? Did we leak information to the press that was classified? That happened. Carter Page and many other people that were with the FBI did. So that's where that's where it comes from. The, the Durham report's still out there. The one thing Barr did right before he left, he made sure that it, it stayed an independent investigation. In other words, Biden can't kill it. And no act of Congress can kill it. So when is he going to wrap this this report up? I don't know. The Democrats will do everything they can to make sure it doesn't come out. It's not a conspiracy theory. This was a federal investigation with an independent counsel, and it deserves to be seen and heard, just like the Russian collusion allegations against Trump that were investigated. You know, we can't just investigate and try and smear a political opponent, right? And put false allegations on them, accusations just because they're running against our person who was Hillary Clinton. And that appears to be what the Obama administration did. I'm not saying Obama himself did it. There right. are many people at work on these things. You know, hey, well, I wonder what Trump was doing in Ukraine in 2008. Get some dirt. Hey, we got information. Trump was in, went to see the Russians six months before he decided to run for president. Get some dirt. You know, that's, that's the way it is in a very simplistic way. Well, they did. Well, when when he ran for president against Hillary. Yeah, but you're 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 an as American citizen, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. You know, you have to if you're going to investigate and surveil somebody, you have to have a reason. There has to be a reason. You know, and it's got to be a really good reason because it would be very dangerous. Well, it's funny because of course they do. 
But it'd be very dangerous if our government, as powerful as they are, could surveil any citizen they want any time because they don't like their political point of view. You know, that's so. That's the very, very, very simple part of it. But I'm waiting for the Durham report. It was supposed to have been out a year ago. So this is helping the Republicans. You're saying, or is it? Just going to be out there for everybody. It's going to be out there for everybody, and everybody can make their own decision. Um, you're not unlikely to have prosecutions now because there's a different administration and a different attorney general. If Barr was still in office, he could move with legal proceedings against certain individuals, you know, um, anywhere from leaking classified information to illegally surveilling to all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, we'll see a lot. And if Trump was up to no good, it'll be in that report. Because yeah. it's a thorough report. And if he was out there messing with the Ukrainians and the Russians in an inappropriate way, I mean a way that was close to treason, you'll see it. You know, But why not? Let, I want to see it. I want to see it, too. As a reporter, as somebody, you know, if you're going to be a reporter and, and you're interested in that, you should want the truth. Yeah. Things should not always be sealed. It's too easy to seal stuff. Yeah. You know, it's classified. Can't show that. A lot of it's BS. Yeah. And then you have to get an act of Congress to open it up. So we'll see. So... I saw a video on Barr when he had to go to a trial, right? He right. did have to go to trial. Right. And I don't think you've seen it, but Kamala Harris was questioning him. You <laughs> may have seen that video. I don't uh, remember if you did. I, not in depth, but I remember. I remember. So in that video, it seemed like he wasn't, he didn't really know what to say and how to act. Because she, okay, so she asked him a question. She said, has the president at the time would have been Trump, has he ever asked you to open a case on anybody or any individual openly and you know how when you can see somebody they're like um like they knew they know that they just got the answer i mean right. the question but they right. were like well can you ask it again because right. they know they got stumped so she said it again and he was like almost like trying to go around it was that do you think that's because he's trying to hold that information in for this report that's about to come out soon or do you think it's well he got caught and, you know... Anytime and you're under oath in Congress for the government and you're the Attorney General of the United States, you can't just fire back answers real fast. you got to be really, really careful what you say. you got to watch Not only for you, yeah. but for many people involved. And if you say the wrong thing, even though it's not true, you can screw a lot of people. You know, and that's probably what he was doing. He, you know, he was he was advised by counsel to be very, very careful about what he answered and didn't answer. He could also just be stonewalling. He could also not want to answer the question. That's very possible. But if you go back and you look at, at people that are under oath, most of them uh, plead to fifth on important questions. They don't even begin to answer it right. because it's dangerous. You're putting yourself in jeopardy. You could put yourself under perjury charges. Uh, Obama's attorney general. Eric Holder, you know, he got charged with uh, contempt of court and and almost perjury. He lied under oath. Yeah. And, but he lied for his boss to protect right. his boss's butt. Yeah. You know, just about every attorney general in, in the last 50 years at some point has been sitting in that seat for something rather big or small. And you got to be real careful. Oh, yeah. I'm not just pointing out him. No, I'm but, just I know saying, what, but I know, you know what you're saying because that was not a good moment for Barr. Yeah. It didn't look good. And, uh, you know, the issues were hot and, and bothered at that point. And he didn't do well. I remember he didn't do well sitting on that stand. No. Do you think the report will come out this year? It was supposed to have been out a long time ago. Oh, okay. Of course. No, I'm saying I don't know what's going on. Right. 
Now, again, the other side can do a lot of shady things. You know, they have a lot of power. But supposedly this is an independent investigation. Congress cannot stop it, and the administration cannot stop it. You so know? are people still working on it? I guess. Okay. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but it was supposed to have wrapped up almost a year ago. That yeah. was what we were saying. Even Barr, you know, reporters were like, well, when is this thing coming out? And he goes, I'm told within the next three to four weeks. That was a long time ago he said that. Right. And it just got pushed aside. Then you had COVID. I think COVID had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, and you had the election coming up. I think the Durham was hesitant to put this stuff out. Trump wanted him to put it out during the election. Yeah. He was trying to be independent of that, keep it away from the election. And I think that those two factors are, are, are probably stalled for a long time. Well, that if he would put it out during the election, then that would have looked like uh, right a couple, he, back in 2016 when the Comey report and stuff right. came out like exactly. that. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. But I because I, I had recently looked underneath the news just to see you know what was happening with it because when you told me about it's, it, I was like it's been kind of forgotten about. Yeah, but it's and, still but there. Not, yeah, but there's recent news, but it's not like they're not saying well the report's going to come out on this date. Yeah. They're just they're just saying. Basically, what you just said, like they're just explaining what it is. Well, so. Durham must be doing a good job because if even Robert Barr doesn't really know, Durham is keeping this thing as quiet as possible. Maybe things keep evolving. Just when he thinks he has it wrapped up, new information Something comes else. along. Yeah, you know. So that's a good question. You know, it, it's driving me crazy. Yeah. I haven't looked at it for a long time, and it, but it's it's there. <laughs> it's not it's not like just some weird conspiracy theory. It's right. It's there now. What's going to come of it? No one knows. But it's been a long time. That's a long investigation, a thorough investigation. So either one side or the other is going to be exonerated, or both sides are going to look bad. Trump and and the DOJ and the Obama administration that were investigating. You might as well just say the Biden administration. The Biden administration, you know, He was yeah. right. Well, Joe, I'm saying because yeah. Joe was with Obama, so. Right. It, it's gonna, is it going to be like, like a big... Like it's, it's going to be a report, right? It's going to be like... It's going to be a, like a, a massive like, report, yeah, supposedly. Okay. Yeah. Of course, the media, they get leaks. Early on in the investigation, there's bombshells. Doesn't look good for Team Obama. You know, two weeks later, they get leaks. Now we're hearing that, uh, well, there's, there was some stuff that went on that was kind of shady, but it's not going to be the big, big bombshell that Trump wanted. Then you hear two weeks later, this, this is leaked. Oh, you won't believe what's in this report now. It's yeah. the way the news cycle works now. You can't believe anything till it comes out. That that's why I think well and we talked about this at the last and at the last of the end the end of the last podcast about the news companies like if you're gonna report something, make sure everything's out before you just put out these right. little because like CNN and Fox they do it too, they'll do this little breaking news. Right. They don't they give you like what you wanna hear. Right. But well, not a full exp- explanation of what actually happened. They just give you like, oh, you know, it's like, just say, like, a guy got ran over a car. They're going to say, yeah, the guy got hit by the car, and then he got pulled off, and then went to the hospital. Well, you don't know why that happened, right. what happened, right. you know. They give you a headline. They want to grab your attention. Right. Number one. So right. everything's breaking. Everything's yep. like, you, you've got to stop what you're doing now, and, and you have to see this story. It's breaking news. Yeah. You have to watch it right now. It's so important. Yeah. And sometimes you go, oh, really? Right. You click, like, if you get an alert, you click on yeah. it, and you read they it. They all do it. Online. You know, they're all in that business. Don't kid yourself. They have to get your attention, and they'll do it any way they can. And a lot of it's BS. So you got to really shuffle through. It used to be you would have that. You would hear breaking news. That meant something. Right. That really meant something. Right. Now it's people are numb to it because it means almost nothing. Oh, breaking news. What does that mean? And then every now and then there is something important. Right. <laughs> you know. 
besides the Durham report, is there any reports that you know of that are still quiet that haven't come out yet? Or that have come out that aren't getting the attention that it needs? It's hard to imagine any more reports than we had during the Trump era. (laughs) There was report after report after report, investigation after investigation. Um, You would think they'd been exhausted, but it's Trump. It's Trump. And anything can happen. And like I said, New York City is still looming. And that that is not going to go away. And that's not a small thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it already is. It's already gone to the Supreme Court. They went to the Supreme Court to get his taxes. You know, it's a big thing. And here's the New York has the well, a lot could happen in New York because the governor could be gone. But New York has the um, they have the motivation to get Trump. They want to get him. You know, it's only a scandal if, if people like that decide it's a scandal. Right. Who else is for tax evasion in New York City higher ups that that you could get tomorrow? Uh, many, many, but they've they've wanted Trump from the beginning. They never accepted the fact that they lost, and they, from from the day one they said they're going to go after him, and they did. And it's a very strange time to be living in when you don't accept elections. Just like Trump, he doesn't accept the election. Many on the right don't accept it. The left never accepted Hillary Clinton losing. That's why you had to have the dossier. That's why you had to have impeachment. That you know, that's the era we're living in. We can't accept outcomes anymore. We won't accept them. And, you know, and when Hillary lost, it, they were going after, you know, and I said in, in the last video, I was, or the last podcast I was talking about, you know, they were going after in Russia and seeing, but, right, you know, was there wasn't really, a, I look back at it and looking at it, and, and now I see that there really wasn't a crime that happened. You know, they, they you know, obviously the Trump campaign was... Yeah, intentionally going after her, yeah. going to Russia, wanted to get you know all this stuff that wasn't even true through all the emails. Russia basically won him the election. That's already been proven. But does it get to the point where well, look, you have let's just okay, let's just put it into this perspective, and, and we'll end it after this. But let's just say Biden's administration this. Um, before before he won, let's say during the the election year or during the election, let's just say Kamala's cousin. We'll just do that. Goes off and heads out to uh, I don't know China. Okay, not Russia. Goes to China, and like look, we know Trump has a history, but find something or make up something that would be real bad. That would be like okay, some of his followers would be like okay, look. Really? Right. You would do that? Some would be like, oh, well, you know, that's him. But find us something. People find out, FBI finds out that. Let's just say her cousin flies back, goes back with Kamala, they're chilling. A couple weeks later, breaking news, bang. Let's just say Trump is found with, you know, illegally touching women and stuff like that. <laughs> but it's been, on, it's been on film and all that. And it, the film comes out and all that stuff. Then Biden wins. Right. You would expect... Would you expect a Republican reaction to be like, okay, well, we got to open trials and we got to do that? Like, do you think it would be the same reaction if the Democrats did something like that? And then, would you think the Republicans would do the same thing that the Democrats did in 2016 with uh, the, with the Hillary yeah. emails? Well, uh, you know, the Hillary emails is very interesting too, and she has two email scandals. One of them was with Benghazi when she was Secretary of State, and thirty thousand emails got deleted when the investigation started. 30,000 emails, classified emails, disappeared. She said, wash it. Wash it. Get them out of here. 
They can't um, recover them? They they tried. They've tried to read. Look, when you got the best tech people in the world, you can wash you clean. Now, she got away with that. You talk about a scandal? Right. That, my friend, is a scandal. Yeah. <laughs> when you're under a federal uh, investigation, um, and by James Comey, by the way, at that time, to release your emails uh, related to Benghazi and a lot of your other foreign dealings with the Ukrainians. By the way, you talk about collusion. Hillary and the Ukrainians. And where did the Steele dossier come from? Hmm. Oh, the Ukrainians. Anyways, we're, we're kind of getting off a board here, but yeah. it's only, a good reporter and a good journalist is objective. They've got to be able to put stuff aside. And you can't just go after one and not go after the other. Well, you can, but it's not. It's journalistic malfeasance is what it is. You're not doing your job. You're looking foolish. You're not going to look good in history if you let these people get away with this kind of stuff. Right. You know, that's what I would say about that. News should be ob- as objective as possible. It's not possible to be completely objective all the time. You're human beings. But y- if you're going to be a good journalist and you're going to be a-, a good broadcaster in any way, you've got to have credibility. And what happens is half the country watches Fox News, half the country, or th- it's broken up into three quarters, MSNBC and CNN, and they all live in their little world. They all have their own reality. They all have their own truth. And nobody ever gets to the truth. That's what's going on in this country. It's very weird. It's Orwellian. We're living in an age where we have more information than ever, but we have less truth. Right. It's a strange, you know, world to be living in. <laughs> it's almost like people like us are waiting for reports to come out right. to find the truth. Exactly. Because, and then some of those people that are listening to the breaking news is, when these reports come out, they're not reading them. They're not reading them. They don't want to hear it. Right. If it's their guy or their person, they and don't then, want to hear and they're it. they're getting backlash. So, uh, and it's only a scandal if the media decides it's a scandal. Right. You know, they'll only take it so far. Sometimes they'll pretend like they're going to look into it and they'll go, oh, we did. And there was a couple bad things, but nothing to see here. Now let's go to Bob with the weather, you know, that kind of stuff, you know. They brush it. Nixon would have still been president. uh, You know, finish his second term out if we didn't have an honest media, you know. What he did pales into comparison to some of the stuff that Hillary and Trump have done. Yeah. But that was a real scandal back then. He didn't do it himself. He just lied about it. He helped cover it up once he found out his people were doing bad things during the campaign and all that kind of stuff, breaking into headquarters. On and on and on and on. But you had an honest media back then. They may have been somewhat liberal. They tend to be liberal because they come from universities or educated people. But at least they were somewhat honest and they did their job. Those days are over. Somebody's got to come back and, and change that. Yeah. You know, that's why the country's divided. We all have our own truth. So we all hate each other. And and, and the, the speaker, or what is it, freedom of speech, to me, that's gone out the window. It's in, it's in it's big all, trouble. It's in know, big trouble. Everybody is just... Well, I mean, look at Facebook. They can shut you down if they don't... If they pick and choose who they're going to shut down. Right. You know, Trump's gone forever, okay? Twitter did the same thing. You can argue that, you know, but, but it's not just Trump. Louis Farrakhan. The guy that went to the Capitol, the latest Capitol guy, was a follower of the Nation of Islam. Farrakhan is a radical anti-Semite. He's a racist. He's anti-American. He has said horrible things, not just before, uh, not just online, but before we even had social media. He's allowed to stay on because he's a he's he's somebody that's protected because of the radicals in this country, the Alexandria Ocasio Cortezes. The Halibs, the Khalibs, all these people, they have a, a, a liking for Farrakhan. They like the fact that he's anti-American. 
you know, I could get kicked off of Facebook tomorrow for saying the stupidest thing and have. Yeah. Farrakhan can be an anti-Semite, anti-American, um, a white-hating, on and on and on. I mean, he's a radical. He's, you know, he's the head of the nation of Islam. He's, he's got to hate America. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Not allowed to touch him. Hands off. Don't even get near him. So that's the contradictions. That's a hypocrisy. And that's why nobody takes him serious. Yeah. But they're very, 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 very dangerous. Or very powerful. Right. Because that, that is true free speech you're shutting down now. They don't like you, you're gone. And they, they'll use, um, you know, they'll, they'll use hate speech as a reason. You know, uh, hate speech, you're, you're gone. Yeah. Well, glad you got on again. We're going to wrap this up. I really do appreciate you coming on another great podcast. I always enjoy. We'll see you all in the next one.